Friday morning, West Coast time. We're doing a quickie NBA pod. I had a lot of thoughts. I didn't want to just tweet all this stuff. I thought it would be more fun to uh, just put this on a podcast. This is presented by the Ringer Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the BS Podcast, Channel 33. Uh, the Watch and Keeping It 1600. We are spinning off onto their own feeds next week. And Shack House as well. Anyway, NBA playoffs. So here are my thoughts. Tate Frazier is with me. Hey, Bill. Um I'm just going to throw stuff at you, and you be my straight man for all my random thoughts. Okay. And then I'm going to let you do your Kyle Lowry rant. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, Atlanta. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in them. And I have noticed that, you know, obviously my team was playing them in round one. Jeff T got hurt during that series. Yep. And he's a shell of himself. And I looked up his stats, and he is 9 for 30 in the last three games, 70 minutes total. Horford, 54 points total in his last six games. And Millsap had 45 points in game three of the Boston series. 74 total in the other seven games. So here's my first question, I guess, is, is Cleveland that good? Or is Atlanta just shitting the bed? It feels like it's more shitting the bed. Yeah. Right? It feels like they're like facing their own demons of being swept from last year. And they play so far off LeBron yeah, that it just looks like he has a field day. Just and they just like pass it around the perimeter and hit threes. J.R. Yeah. Smith looks like one of the best three point shooters in the NBA in the series. Well, so two things with the Cavs. One, Kyrie is is playing like a madman. Yeah, this is the Ky- Kyrie comes in waves, and like he had a great wave last year, like around February March 2015, where it was like, oh my god, yeah. And he had this. The, what would he have? Sixty points? Yeah, he had six. Was it sixty three? Right in that one. Yeah, game? yeah. So he's he's twenty five and five for the playoffs. He's making his threes, taking like seven threes a game. He's making over fifty percent of them, and he's starting to look like the Kyrie we've been waiting for for a year. Now, flip side of this, he's going against Detroit, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, he's going against injured Jeff Teague and Schroeder. Uh, are you buying Kyrie or selling? I'm selling. Selling? Selling. Well, is it just because you hate Duke? No, it's not because of that. But I think that at the end of the day, Delvadova is the one that has to, is going to be like their guy. Like, I think LeBron and the pick <laughs> and roll and with Delvadova is more important to the Cavaliers than Kyrie having, like, you know, his big performances. I disagree. I think they need Kyrie to be awesome yeah. to beat the Warriors because if you think about what is the Warriors, I know you love the Warriors. Yeah. It's one of your 19 favorite teams. <laughs> if you think about the Warriors' Achilles heel, yeah. it's stopping people exactly like Kyrie Irving. Yeah. It's and stopping the point guard that can score. Yeah. So like Lillard. It's stopping the point guard ranging from like 5'9 to 6'2 who can get into the paint and shoot threes. They don't really have anyone on their roster to guard that guy. Yeah. So if I'm a Cavs fan, and the Cavs fans think I hate Cleveland, whatever. Hey, listen, look, I don't know they what They think everybody hates Cleveland. Yeah, it's, you think everyone's against you. That's fine. I, I don't blame you. You haven't won a title in 52 years. I would totally be that way as well. If I'm a Cavs fan, Kyrie is my hope. Like yeah. LeBron is LeBron. LeBron never gets hurt. He's going to give you the 27, 8, and 8 every single game. You yeah. know, and he's in the last five minutes of the game, he's going to be able to put his head down and get shots and get to the rim and get fouled and he'll get LeBron calls. And you know what you have in LeBron. Yeah. Love comes and goes. I noticed Love in the last, there was a big Kevin Love Renaissance conversation. Last three games, he's 10 for 44. He got left out of the three point shot party in game two. Yeah. 
Kyrie is the guy for them because ultimately whether Love plays well or not, they can throw Thompson in, they can go small with LeBron at the four, all that stuff, but they need Kyrie. And I don't know if I trust him and I don't know why I would have a reason to trust him. I don't I don't think that he's proven that he can be trusted. I But I, he has the talent, right? But, yeah, like he, you wouldn't be shocked if he no. just was hot the rest of the way. No, I wouldn't be shocked if they were playing a series and it's Kyrie and he's he puts himself on that stage and is like, I'm this guy, I can be that guy. That but he hasn't done it. So I, I like right. and I think Delvadova has done more on that big stage than he has. Like I trust Delvadova to take a big charge to be handsy with Steph. Like I trust yeah. I trust him to guard Steph and to disrupt Steph more than I trust Kyrie to be the primary scorer on offense. I don't think that's like But what, I don't think they can beat Golden State with Delhi. Yeah. I think they have to have Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie is their guy. Yeah. I looked up LeBron. We just forget how unbelievable LeBron is. Yeah. He's like, a machine. LeBron has played one hundred and eighty four playoff games <laughs> in the last eleven years. He's averaging forty two point four minutes per game. In those 184 playoff games, which is fucking insane. Yeah, it's insane. Um, I don't remember him missing a playoff game. No, he hasn't. I was racking my brain. I was like, has LeBron ever like had a sprained ankle, pulled hamstring? I don't think so. No. He had the one. He had the cramps in the 2012 finals. Yeah, but that was like more of a... I don't know. That was like a eight, like the AC going out. Like some, that was more of a spectacle, I think, than anything. Oh, you think that was his version of the Jordan flu yeah, game? Yeah, I think he, I think he wanted to overcome like a big obstacle in a big moment. <laughs> it's a hot take. Yeah. No, I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, 148, 184 playoff games. He's putting up a twenty-eight, nine, and seven every game. Yeah, he's incredible. And he's Twenty-seven point four PR and forty-two point four minutes a game, and he's a machine. You know what you're getting with LeBron. Yeah. Kyrie is the X factor for them, and I, I'm not breaking, I'm not breaking news by saying that. But if they can keep him going in this Atlanta series, which they should, because the matchup is so favorable to yeah. them, and then next round, I think Miami's going to win. That series is a train wreck, but I'm assuming Miami's going to win. Yeah, they don't really have anybody to guard Kyrie either. No, it's not going to be Goran Dragic. Well, you can put Dragic. I mean, if they trust Richardson to basically go out there and try to guard Kyrie and just do it with energy, that's the only way. I mean, that's I, a pretty big stage for rookies. Yeah, You're already exactly. seeing Winslow starting to feel it, which I know you love. Yeah, uh, but Richardson's playing more than Winslow is, which I, I was surprised by. I think, I think he right now is more polished than Win like Winslow's still trying. You can still he takes bad shots sometimes that yeah. you don't need in a player. Like you don't need him pulling up mid range or driving to the basket and not getting a foul, you know, and missing a layup. Right. He doesn't try I still I'm buying Winslow's stock. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. I like how he's carried himself, but that stage gets bigger and hotter yep. every round. Yep. And if if I'm a Heat fan, I'm worried about First of all, counting on rookies to especially like to have to handle Kyrie because yeah. I don't think Dragic can do it. Um, Wade's had some great moments and some good alpha moments, yeah. like some good old school. Oh, this is what you He's know we grew up with the last thirty years, yeah. like the old school alpha moments. But at the same time, like missed a lot of shots in game two yeah. against Toronto, uh, let them off the hook a little bit in game one, and I just think he is what he is at this point. He's a twenty points a game guy. Yeah. Occasionally he'll rise to the occasion. I do wonder, like, if they're going toe to toe with Cleveland in round three, they're going to have the one awesome Dragic game. They'll have the one awesome Wade game. How are they winning those two other games? I mean, the only X factor that they have is, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, is Whiteside. You know, you don't know how, but can you can't rely on Whiteside. But, like, say Whiteside is, does something freakish and they somehow win a game where he has like 20 points. 
21 rebounds and 10 blocks. So you're saying like the Whiteside 20-20-10 game. Exactly. Like so the, now that gets me to a game seven. Yeah. And you then the Cavs <laughs> might get tight in a game seven, maybe. Or LeBron's emotions come into play. Mm. I, I think the Cavs are just the yeah. best team. I don't even least. think it gets to a game seven. I want the Heat to be good. Like I, I yeah. just I want it just because I want Cavs Heat. And I like the frame. It's like this old school framework of the kind of playoff team I like watching yeah. with the traditional point guard, the traditional two guard, Joe Johnson and Dang is the traditional perimeter guys, yep. rookies off the bench, white side. It'd be more fun if Bosch was in there, obviously. But uh but I at the Toronto Miami series is a freaking rock fight. And I have never seen I'm sure it's happened. I just I can't remember in recent memory. Like I voted Lowry, I think, for second team all NBA. Yeah. Second or third team. And that th- those plays in game one when he was driving to the basket and had open shots and was trying to throw these sideways alley oops so he wouldn't have to shoot. Yeah. That was insane. That was like watching like a ninth grader in high school who exactly. was, was like too big of a stage. It's like the first game in JV when you go up to varsity and you start driving in the basket and everyone's moving a little bit quicker to yeah, like clear the headlights. Yeah. And then you just don't want to get blocked in front yeah. of everybody, so you just kick it out. This yeah. guy's one of the best fifteen players in the league. Yeah. Do your Kyle Lowry hot take thing. <laughs> My Kyle Lowry hot take, I guess we could say, is basically Cal Lowry's been like a regular season like stalwart for what the past two three years like and especially slim Cal Lowry this season he's an all-star but when the playoffs start like you can tell I mean people play defense at a different level people are going to try to go for steals more people are going to try to get in your head more people are going to trap you and when Lowry's in those moments and he has to take the big shot it looks like it's too big of a moment for him Mm. so you're saying He's playing at all Madden speed during the regular yeah, season. He's when going everyone's at 100%. All pro. Yeah. He's going 100%. But now in the playoffs, it goes to all Madden, yeah. and he's already there. He has no other gear to go to because he had already set his settings at all the Madden. Gears are, he's already full throttle throughout the season. So when you get to the playoffs, if it, I, I think Atlanta has a little bit of a problem with this too, where during the regular season, yeah. they're, all, they're just rolling. They're trying hard every night. They're trying to get wins. They're trying to get the seed. Then when they get the playoffs and you can sort of excel, all these other teams have ramped it up a gear, and you, know, you just kind of hit them on that different wavelength the celtics were like that too by the way yeah and i think portland's like that to some degree too although they can have the lillard yeah you know boston occasionally would have the isaiah game yeah but he Uh, got hurt so he got hurt he's i blame al horford's butt (laughs) um yeah i boston wasn't very good and atlanta really struggled for four and a half games to to figure out how to beat them boston without bradley was a six-man team and Teague had a huge, like, he had some huge games in that series when he was hitting those threes and everything, and Schroeder yeah. looked terrible for a Schroeder little bit. Schroeder was yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, the Bosch thing, just quickly on that, um, being in Boston in 93 when Reggie Lewis went down, and um, I was at the game when he collapsed, and then didn't play again in that series, and then it became a big thing about whether he should be cleared to play or not. Celtics couldn't find a doctor. They had a dream team of doctors. It ended up he went outside that, got an opinion from another doctor, and then he died that summer. And when I was reading the Chris Bosh stuff, it reminded me a little of that story, which scared me. Because when you're searching around for the medical opinion that confirms your desire to play, that's not a place you want to be as an athlete or an organization. And I was excited and happy and relieved that they all decided, hey man, let's let's step back on this. Let's yeah. uh let's let's take a breath. And uh 
you know, he's a great guy. I think he's going to have an awesome post-playing career if he decides to retire. And if they figure out a way for him to play that's safe, I think that would be great. But it would have, I, I would have been so nervous if he, he came top, back. Is he a top 50 guy? Because that's like his, uh, he's, he's been about, he's been harping on that since he was at Georgia Tech. Like when he left early from Georgia Tech to go to the league, he said, like he stated then, it was like one of my goals is to be like considered a top 50 say, NBA player. No way. Yeah. And I, and I think that's like what's driving his motor still, which is why he wants to play, which is admirable. But at the same time, like health is the most important thing. It's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than basketball, and he shouldn't fuck around with it, and he's made a lot of money. Um, for Miami, it's, it's you know, if he decides to retire this summer, all of a sudden that makes them a major player in the Durant sweepstakes, and yeah. I still think they're the sleeping giant for that. But um, I uh, I just hope he, he, he takes it super slow, and he should go research the Reggie Lewis situation because that was terrible. And yeah. you don't, you don't want to start searching for medical opinions that confirm what you want to do. You want to get the best opinions. Um, with Miami, Whiteside kind of got his ass kicked by Jonas a little bit down the stretch in these games. I like Jonas. Yeah. Jonas? Jonas. <laughs> Jonas? Jonas? Is he a Jonas or a Jonas? Jonas. He's a Jonas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call him Jonas, Jonas but I think better. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, he's good. I don't know. I'm not positive they use him correctly all the time. He's a banger. He's yeah. tough. Gets big, big tip-ins and traffic and stuff. I think he's been one of the big winners. Uh, another big winner, LaMarcus Aldridge, who absolutely kicked OKC's ass for two straight games. And they committed 50 fouls on him in game two, and it still didn't matter. He got his 43. It's like They the were kids, mauling him. Yeah, it's like the kid's like slapping the big guy, the big kid uh, that's playing with him, and he just scores regardless and just runs back on defense. I mean, it reminded me of how yeah. Shaq used to get defended in the 1990s when the refs yeah. were like, just do whatever. He's too big. <laughs> just knock him around. Uh, he was incredible. Yeah. And I had to say, I was disappointed in Kawhi. Yeah. He I sh- voted Kawhi, I think, second MVP. And he was like the fourth best player in those first two games, which was really disappointing. They rely on market. Like, LaMarcus is the guy for the Spurs. I meant game two, he was yeah. the fourth best player. Yeah. yeah. They, like, LaMarcus, Durant, and Westbrook all went up yeah. from intensity, everything. And Kawhi, like, couldn't totally match, I didn't feel like, right? It, I think it's just such a tough matchup for Kawhi because guarding, just having to guard Durant on defense, like I, I'm sure that's like the most taxing thing ever and having to worry about helping off on Russ. Right. And I mean, I just, I think it's mentally like just taxing. And when you get on offense, like I said, it's like, it's like exhaling on offense. It's like, whoo, I can take a break. Well, and the other thing was then they were moving him on Westbrook. Yep. Yeah. And they had Danny Green on Durant and in, the last minute of that game, they had Danny Green guarding Durant, which I didn't agree with. I, yeah. I just think he's too he's too short. Well, and, well, and the steal that Green got, I mean, it was a terrible inbounds pass by Waiters, and that's why Danny got the steal. That's but, horrible. Yeah. yeah, but like that almost sets it up for like Pop to rely on Green to guard. You know, like you have a big yeah. moment like that. He's like, oh, you know, I can rely on Danny to make he got a play. A, Durant got a super easy basket the play before that. Yeah. The, uh, the, that play, which we've never talked about, at least on my podcast, uh, I'd never seen an elbow. I mean, everyone said that. <laughs> never seen an inbounds guy elbow. Yeah. Green fouled Durant to get yeah. the ball. And then Green, the the two people that got the all-time free pass of that play, Green made one of the worst passes in the history of basketball. He had two wide-open guys. Yeah. All he had to do was throw a bounce pass to one of them, and he threw this like weird lob pass. That he like, ended short-changed up, it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like he short-armed it. And then Patty Mills missed the three by five feet. Yeah. 
which I think Stephen it gives Stephen Adams the the ground that he covered to get out there to contest that shot was incredible. I, Stephen I, Adams was that yeah. was that was the first time where I was like, you know what? Maybe the James Harden trade wasn't the biggest disaster of the century. Yeah, Stephen Adams was awesome in that game, and he's he committed a hundred fouls. Yeah, I swear to God, he's watching Andrew Bogut tape to see how to it's screen great. and elbow people. He's he's an enforcer. Um, what I like about him. When when the when it became clear the refs were just gonna let him play, yeah, Adams was like, "This is great," and he just did Stephen <laughs> Adams things. Yeah. And you know, I'm not complaining about the officiating. That's what you got to do. If the if the refs are gonna check out, then Stephen Adams, do your thing, man. Yeah, it's how Bang the, the hell at Aldridge. Yeah. Um, did you notice the Parker and uh, and Ginobili? Their speed of the speed of the game, yeah, versus what they could do. They seemed to step slow to me. You and I thought it was glaring. Yeah, you brought this up. I was watching Parker just because I I just have a keen uh, keen like thing to pick up on like when Parker seems like take a step down because I mean Patty Mills has to step up and that's like something that's to look not, for. Yeah, yeah that's, you can't you really rely that. on that. You're not winning the title. With yeah, that. but what was Ginobili? What do you? What do you? I, I didn't really see Ginobili as much as as Parker. Ginobili wasn't bad in that game. Yeah. I noticed there was a couple times. The great thing about OKC and the reason why they can't be counted out is. There's a there's a gear they can go to yeah. when they have Durant and Westbrook and Adams and Roberson out there all at the same time. Yeah. And then Deanne Waiters is a cardboard <laughs> cutout in the corner. But there's a speed that they can get to yeah. that's really kind of frightening. That's it's like a LeBron Kawhi level speed. Yeah. And Kawhi was able to match it, and Aldridge was able to match it. And Mills, even though he's not that good, and Danny Green, they can get there. Parker definitely couldn't match it. No. Parker That's, five years ago would have loved it. He would have been like, "This is great." Yeah, everyone. But I, I thought, and his, he's been terrible in the playoffs. That's his layup. That pass, the Danny Green throw up. That's like the sneaky Tony Parker, where even though it was a bad pass, he somehow slithers to the basket, right, lays right. it in, and they win the game. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's almost like, wow, I can't believe Tony Parker was able to get that easy layup off that shitty pass. But and, Mills was a too big of a moment almost. Yeah, and Kawhi. Um, I mean, we've seen Kawhi get to that speed. Yeah. I thought the physicality of the game kind of threw him off offensively because this is the first year from a transition of here's it's your team now when he has to create stuff at the top of the key. And they were being so physical, like him coming around picks, they're chipping yep. him every time. I thought it threw him off, and it didn't matter because Aldridge was so incredible. Yep. Um, I don't see any scenario where they stop Aldridge in this series. I don't think – I don't I think, think he's going to score yeah. 40 a game. Like yeah. I, I really feel like this is like – in 05 when Amari just destroyed San Antonio for six games, but San Antonio beat them anyway, five or six, whatever it was. Yeah. I just don't think they're gonna be I don't think OKC's gonna be able to stop him. I don't think it's gonna be a thing where Lamarcus is getting stopped. He's too good on offense. He too really, good, too physical. Yeah. Um I gotta say, I, I'm really reevaluating how I feel about Ibaka. Are you are you I think he's gotten yeah. worse. Yeah. The leg surge. I felt like he was like a top twenty, top twenty-five guy potentially. Yeah. And now he's just this guy that he's irrelevant offensively. Yeah. Just irrelevant. Yeah. And then defensively, I don't feel like he has the same kind of high flying impact. And I mean, you you play hoops when you just don't get the ball ever. Yeah. How do you stay engaged in a game? I don't think he's totally engaged. No. I I feel like he comes and goes, but I just feel like he. 
you know, that's a guy I would trade. I like if I'm Minnesota, I'm just here's my number six pick in the draft for search. Here's yeah. this, I'll give this to you right now. And, it, and like they tried to stretch him out. Like he had that little mid range, like that little corner jumper that he always could rely on. Then he tried to stretch that out to the three right. point line. And then when that didn't really have a place in the offense, it seemed like he sort of was like stumbling to figure out where to go on the floor. A lot yeah. of times he gets stuck on the outside just watching Durant and Westbrook drive to the basket. I. Th- I believe that their best lineup is Durant at the four to beat the Spurs. Yeah. And either you pick between Ibaka and Adams, mm-hmm. you play Westbrook, you probably play Roberson even though he can't shoot. Yeah. Um, He's like Cephalosha 2.0. Like, you yeah, can't yeah, shoot. Yeah. But, but like, you, can you can only can have defense. one of them, right? Yeah, like, exactly. if you play Roberson and Adams, now you're three on five offensively. Now you have the Russell Westbrook 25 yeah. foot pull ups. Um, waiters. I don't understand it. They ran <laughs> they ran an out of bounds play for him and he made like the biggest three of that game, which yeah. obviously they trust him, but it's crazy that he was the it. guy that took the biggest shot for them, like in that moment. Like that you know, like and that have, they wanted him to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they didn't want to have to deal with the fact of like the Russ KD who's the guy They're like, let's just let Waiters take the three. Well, they should really whoever Kawhi isn't guarding, yeah. that guy should just be attacking the basket. Yeah. And if it's if if they're gonna put I couldn't believe they put Kawhi on Westbrook. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I think it's I want to take out Durant. I want. Don't you want Westbrook to exactly. shoot? Like you, you pulled that stat when you told me that he was what the seventh worst three point shooter. Fourth, fourth, the worst. fourth worst three yeah. point shooter ever. And, yeah, and it's just like you talk about playing off the ball in LeBron. Like Russ doesn't have the same like sort of like vision that LeBron has to make those passes when you play off of him. Yeah, just stand back, like almost pull like an old Rondo sort of thing. Like I dare you to pull up from there. That's how the Celtics guarded Dr. J thirty five years ago. Yeah. Maxwell was just like standing in the foul line Dr. J was at the three point line they were like go ahead take it Yeah, take anything from 18 feet back you that's can your have. shot and if you make yeah. it like congrats to you we're gonna go play you know I bet that's what they do I personally think they're they're just better and I think the refs let that game get away and it yeah. really helped OKC and it really helped somebody like Westbrook the, the speed that he plays at it was great for Adams yep and uh, and I thought it threw off Kawhi and and Parker just seemed like he couldn't match it. Yeah. And I mean, big picture, I don't think San Antonio can beat Golden State with the way their guards are guards are playing. I don't think you can beat I don't think you can beat Golden State with poor with poor offensive guards, which I, is what they're getting. I think the best chance that they have is if you get Danny Green to play the best defense of his career against Curry. That's the thing. He yeah. can Danny Green's he's a little like Kyrie in that he has these ebbs and flows. Yeah. And if you get great Danny Green, now I'm more bullish on it. Yeah. And he like in Danny like Danny played against Curry in college. Like Danny's guarded Curry before like there's a little bit of a history there. Like I don't think Danny's afraid of him. Like he yeah. like it's like when you know someone, it's like yeah. Jared Jack playing the Warriors. You know like Right. He's not afraid of those guys. He knows, like, he's seen them in, you know, in 2009 to 2012, whatever it is. Like, he has an idea of who they are as a basketball player. He knows what their little Knicks are or whatever they're going to do. So, I, I think Danny's, like, the key if he can guard Curry. But it's that's not a guy. When you're relying on old Tony Parker and yes. Danny Green as your two keys, that makes me nervous if I'm a Spurs fan. Yeah. And, and they don't have game seven at home. Yeah. And you're saying that they have to play their absolute best. When you say that someone has to play their absolute best to win, then that's, you know, not really a good place to start. On the flip side, Curry still hasn't come back, and we yeah. don't know if he's 100%. I wouldn't play him the whole round one. Fuck it. Yeah. No. Bench I, him. Yeah. Why? Why? Just throw away game three. Give him two more days. You're going to win game four because you're better. And yep. just finish it in game five. Yeah. No brainer. Yep. 
This is why I voted for Sean Livingston for uh, third place, six man. By the way, and he's I so mean, he can come in, and you you're not. It's not a disaster. It's so you know? fun to watch him just be able to post up Lillard or like whoever gets switched on him in the post. Like he just literally goes up and throws that little hook in, and it's just like two points back on defense. Right, it's just easy. The only other thing I have is I don't understand when Curry's not out there why teams just don't take out Clay. <laughs> yeah. Or make him get his own shot. Yeah. How about Off this? Off the dribble, he dribbles just, with his head down. Just shadow him everywhere he goes. Yeah. The guy, for such a great player, I voted him, I think, second team All-NBA. He can't really dribble. No. He dribbles with his head down. It's incredible. I've never seen. How, why is yeah. he in open space? Yeah. I've never I have somebody seen, yeah. next to him that Mo Harkas should be like, Mo Harkas, <laughs> if you're more than three feet from him ever, you're getting benched. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about any other player on the court. You have to be within three feet of Clay Thompson at all, all times. All the time. Like, hold on his jersey. Just like, and if he does get the ball and he has to dribble, I give him space to dribble. I want him to try to drive past me. Right. Like, I, he does not have the vision off the dribble like Draymond does when he's coming down the lane right. to find somebody. He doesn't. Either he's going to get a bailout foul call, which like you take your chances with that, or you get a steal and a strip, and you get a fast break opportunity, and you have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum who can speed things right. up. Like here's what you don't want to do: you don't want to guard Sean Livingston with Damian Lillard. Yeah, because he's going to post him up, and he's going to be able to create shots and do stuff. What What I don't get with Draymond: why aren't teams pressing him more when he's 25 feet from the basket why are you so afraid to get up on him he's similar to lebron he has a vision and if you aren't in his his airspace yeah i the way to beat golden state without curry is to make them do things that they don't want to do yeah and if i'm Golden state i don't want draymond to do too much i don't want him dribbling every time and trying to get into the paint and being a slashing kick guy um i want him standing there top of the key and just finding people and doing draymond things yeah and I don't want anybody to bug Clay Thompson. Yep. So do the do both of those things. Yeah. And you just gotta hope that Iguodala and Livingston. Good. Like, yeah. 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 Guard Iguodala. Somebody was saying. See, I was saying to uh, I was saying to uh, somebody, I would put McCollum on Draymond Green. Yeah. And be like, Quick hands. look at this. You should post him up. Almost like Jedi mind trick, Draymond. Small guy, yeah. mouse in the house. Because you know what I want to do if I'm playing Golden State? Have Draymond Green post up. I don't want him 25 feet from the basket. Yep. I don't want Livingston posting up because he's going to hurt me. Every time that they put Lillard on him, he posts up. I don't want Clay Thompson posting up because every time he remembers he can post up, he can he gets easy baskets. <laughs> yes. Those easy little bank turnaround jumpers every single time. Yeah. Um, I haven't liked the way they've coached this series. Poor, that game, too, was so winnable. Yeah, Golden State was was just flat. They're up eleven. They get a, a three pointer coming into the fourth quarter, and then they just shit the bed. Bothered what, me. What do you think about them not showing their hand? Do you think they're Do you think they're just trying to play the standard way, just to not give like any sort of leeway to what sort of lineups they're going to run against the Spurs or the Thunder? Whoever Golden State, it? yeah. Yeah, they do. do. I mean, do they have enough foresight, you know? Because, like, it looks like they're just running the standard. I mean, like, Ian yeah. Clark's getting a lot of minutes. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they, they should never lose more than one game to yeah. Portland. What's interesting is they've already lost a playoff game. Yeah. The Bulls, the 96 Bulls lost three. Yeah. The 86 Celtics lost three. So, just throwing that out there historically. Yeah. You don't want to lose a game around because they're going to lose at least one or two to the Spurs. Yeah. Um, I still think it's going to be Warriors, Cavs. Uh, I think so too. I think, unless, you know, Kyrie's fragile. Just throwing I, that out there. I think, let's see that guy play for two straight months in hard playoff games. Yeah. 
He uh, he was incredible at Duke until December 1st. So. Oh, I knew you had to get one through, did you? <laughs> All right, that's it for our quickie uh, NBA playoff podcast. I am super excited for game three tonight. I, the only prediction I would make is I think Durant's going to go off tonight. I'm calling that right now. I think this is like a Durant 17 for 26, seven threes type game. I want to see it. Like I miss, I miss seeing Kevin Durant take over a game like that. And if they win this it. game, they win game three, puts an incredible amount of pressure on the Spurs in game four. Not to sound like generic ESPN uh, yeah. talking head guy, but you have to win tonight. If you want to win this series, you have to win game three because what you're not going to do is beat them three out of four times with two of the games in San Antonio. It's not happening. You have to win game three. Yeah. And I don't think anybody other than Golden State is could beat the Spurs three out of four times. Yeah. So you have to win this game. It's a must-win game. The crowd's got to show up. Yep. And how they call it is going to be really interesting. If they're calling Adams on little minor pushes in the back of Aldridge and stuff like that, that really helps the Spurs. Yeah. So. And if they lose this game and it turns back on the Spurs and you, you're relying on LaMarcus Aldridge to sort of carry that, you know, to be that guy to yeah. turn things around, that's, you not know. Not a ton of experience Exactly. For that's a it's a new experience for him. And even Kawhi not being able to rely on young Tony Parker and Ginobili and Duncan yeah. and that whole core to, to carry him. Yeah, Kawhi, as great as Kawhi is, I still don't feel 100% confident when he's trying to create stuff with seven seconds left in the shot clock. It's a very small list of guys I feel good about, and he's not quite on it yet. Yeah, and he's still like, when you watch him, it's like he's trying to get to a spot. And I don't like whenever a guy like that, like you watch Harrison Barnes is a good example. Like people like that where they're trying to get to a spot, you can tell like in their head they're trying to get to a spot. That's not always the best case scenario. Well, that's a good way for us to end. I think I think Harrison Barnes gets 140 million from the Lakers, and then I think they trade the second pick in the draft for yeah. Demarcus Cousins. Cup check, giving him the big contract. Boogie, uh, Harrison Barnes, Clarkson, Russell, and Randall. Yeah, and Azili. And his and his best is Azili. Yeah, they'll overpay him too. Yeah, yeah. It's a good prediction. All right, Tate, this was fun. Uh don't forget, next week on Channel 33, we are moving, keeping it 1600 and the watch off the Channel 33 feed. We are moving them to their own feeds. You can subscribe to them there. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ringers NFL pod. And this, of course, is the Ringers NBA pod, which you can also subscribe to. Thanks, Tate Frazier. Thanks, Bill Simmons. All right.